Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier. I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good evening to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic, man. Um, This is a topic tonight that I can absolutely get fired up about. It is something that um, I partake in personally on date nights and holidays and special occasions. Um, And it's something that a lot of people have asked us about, and we realize that we have actually not talked about it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also partake, um, um, with discretion and, um, of course. yeah, yeah. We've gotten a lot of questions and kind of surprised that it's taken us, um, 30 episodes, what, 30 40 episodes. episodes? Yeah. yeah. Wherever we're at <laughs> to, uh, to address the topic. So yeah. Um, about? shout out and appreciation for, for all you listeners, a uh, really cool milestone that we just hit. We just hit 40,000 downloads um, to our podcast. I don't know what that means. Um, we, uh, we don't have any sponsors. This isn't, uh, monetized. We, we just, we get on, we talk about subjects that, uh, we've experienced or questions that were asked. And sometimes we get a little researchy and nerdy and other times it's more anecdotal and just, you know, talking from, from case study or observation or personal experience, but 40,000 downloads. So, much love and appreciation and gratitude to everybody that is listening. Um, because yeah, we had, we don't, we had no idea what to expect, but definitely blown away um, by the response. So thank you to every one of you out there. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, um, it's, it's really cool and it's, it's great to hear the feedback and yeah. get the questions and hear the stories and just some amazing stories out there um, too. And just, you know, kind of um, letting people see the other side. Um, Cause there's, there's just, so much misinformation and, and fear right. out there and things like that. Yeah. And just to, to uh, people that have been through it, that are on the journey that are going there with you, we want it to be conversational and um, it's definitely been really cool. So uh, much love and appreciation again. And tonight we're going to go over um, a topic that we realized, like we had mentioned that we hadn't talked about uh, in all of the months and it came in through our free fast start guide and mini masterclass. Uh, that if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, or if you're new, um, you go to our website, thefastingforlife.com. It's a free uh, fast start guide. It's six simple steps to put fasting into your day-to-day life starting today, along with a six video free course. It's about 20 minutes long, kind of walks you through all the steps. And uh, Kimberly uh, left us a message in the course um, relating to having a glass of wine um, with dinner, uh, and is that allowed and is that okay? So tonight we're going to talk about alcohol, um, and the physiological kind of component to it, but then also the nutritional component to it, the calorie component, um, and then how it can really fit into your day-to-day life. Because what we want is we want you to live life to the fullest and your fasting plan to be a part of it, not the other way around. 
yeah, we want the fasting to be, um, to, to help you get to, uh, you know, where you want to be your, your goals, your health goals. Um, but other goals in life, um, as well, it should be, it should be part of it. Life should be at the center. Um, and, and, you know, alcohol is going to, to come up, you know, special occasions, um, you know, social aspects, things like that. And so, you know, we want to empower you guys, um, to know how to, to work it into your fasting plan and, you know, how to make good choices with it as well. And I think her question was specifically with, uh, with respect to a one meal a day type mm-hmm. of plan. Um, so we'll address that as well. Yep. Um, so I'm comfortable with one day total water fast then OMAD the other days, which is one meal a day, but I like an occasional glass of red wine with the OMADs on the days that she has dinner, especially on the weekends. Is that okay? Um, and my answer is 100%. Um, as long as we're talking about not, not the extremes, right. We're mm-hmm. talking about, yeah, I mean, we, when we go on date night, my wife, I'll go out have a couple of, um, maybe an IPA while we're waiting to get sat at the restaurant and then maybe a, a glass of wine with dinner, um, <clears throat> on the golf course or family outings, you know, at the community pool, we'll, you know, have a, have a, a truly or two. Or a white claw. Yeah, I admitted it. Don't don't comment, Tommy. I see you snickering. It's fine. I've seen you with them too. No, what what what's the saying? Uh, there ain't no laws when when you're with the claws. Something yeah, like right. That. I've seen some t-shirts. Right, right. So so just just for a disclaimer, we're not talking about the extreme situations, but um, yeah, I mean, of course, we want to be able to live life and enjoy it. So uh, holidays, weekends. Um, I know you know, glass of red wine at night after a long day, there's, there's some health benefits to it as well. And there's some research out there that shows it. We're not going to go into that detail tonight. Um, but the question I thought was really cool to kind of give just an overview, you know, Tommy, you and I were talking about of the physiology of alcohol. So, you know, what it does and how it relates to fasting for me was a big part um, to the point where when I would go out to dinner, I wouldn't get a full meal and have alcohol because I would feel awful. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had insulin resistance, which was not allowing me to lose the weight, keep it off and see my metabolic numbers improve on my blood work. So, you know, just relating to the, to that feeling, you know, alcohol has a physiological effect that re- effect that really, you know, depresses everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think what you just hit on there, um, is the reason why a lot of people, um, they, they feel terrible the next day. They, they kind of have this hangover cycle. Um, and you know, it may start back in college or, or during the younger days, but it can, it can, you know, travel into twenties and thirties and forties and beyond that too. Um, where, where you're, you're drinking and, you know, maybe moderate or maybe even heavy, um, along with some heavier eating as well. And then you're just waking up the next day, just feeling just completely awful. And then kind of jumping right back into the cycle and making matters worse by going, well, I, I really just want to feel better. What do I need to eat now to feel better? trying to stay on um, some sort of eating, you know, meal schedule and, and really just makes matters worse because you, your stomach's already not feeling great. And then you're, you're weighed down by all the insulin and as well as the alcohol, undigested food. And then you just bring more things on top of that. Um, and and while, while, like you said, all of the cells in the body are already, you know, having been slowed down by all of the alcohol, it's a depressant and it's working on the liver, the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, just the brain everywhere in the body, slowing it down. So we're just going to give some, like, like you just did Tommy, there is just some basic overview of things that we've seen and experienced and things we've seen in our clients is, 
um, you know, uh, the insulin resistance directly relates to the body having to process that, which can lead to, um, you know, uh, cytokine creation, which is, starts the inflammatory pathway, um, you know, and it can also promote the insulin resistance or that, or that clogging of that phase two liver. Um, for me, I would always wake up between two and three o'clock in the morning. Um, and you know, I would, I would just be awake. My body would be like, yep, I'm awake. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that typically means liver, um, or detox at that, at that time of day, if you're looking at the more wellness and holistic side of things. So, um, it definitely can have an effect on your sleep cycle, which if you have insulin resistance, the importance of sleep is crucial. If you want the fastest way to lose weight without spending a dollar other than putting fasting into your life is, um, get eight hours of sleep a night and stay hydrated and you will lose weight. <laughs> like, yeah. because sleep is so important. Yeah. It's because it's so important on that cortisol and circadian rhythm and balancing everything out. But it also, um, high levels of cortisol over long periods of time will mimic the same effects on the body as insulin resistance. So alcohol does, does have an effect on that too. Um, alcohol sleep, sleep after having alcohol is not as restful and that's been proven. Um, and then there's always the last piece, you know, of alcohol in related to food. Um, if you're not really strict with your plan or, or, uh, if you're not focused on the plan or really have a plan, um, I know the inhibition, um, of, you know, eating things you normally don't eat and snacking goes, you know, just increases. Right. Because, you know, um, one of the big things that we know about alcohol is that it lowers our inhibitions, right? It's, it's working on the prefrontal cortex, um, you know, kind of our, our executive powers in our brain, um, what gives us all our, our rules and our self-governing. Um, so it, it's bringing those, those activities down. And so, you know, that, that plays right along into, you know, whatever meal plan or, or diet or whatever else that, that you're following or your fasting window and then all of a sudden, it can be easy to justify. You say, well, I'm already having a drink. Maybe I need something to snack on too. And then your inhibitions are lower, um, you know, and then you're in, a, you're in a social environment. And so all of a sudden, you're eating when, when you didn't plan to be. Um, and, and so that's, that can become a slippery slope as well. Yeah. And, and this is really just kind of diving into the, you know, and again, thank you, Kimberly, for the question, making us realize we haven't talked about it. So the answer to her question was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know, if, if you're on a weight loss journey and trying to lose weight and you're doing it through using the tried and true art of fasting, then um, there's some things you should be aware of in terms of what the alcohol turns into in the body in terms of calories, because typically people will use caloric intake, calorie intake, and the scale as the guide, right? So mm -hmm. the alcohol nutrition is kind of tricky. Um because you don't really realize what you're intaking, especially if you're ordering off the specials menu at, at the local at the local restaurant, the the drink special menu with all the fun, sugary, colorful things that are on there. Yeah, yeah, they're not actually um, screaming at you about how many calories you're ordering and, and things like <laughs> yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, even just a light beer um, being you know 120 calories, let alone you know what do you like a double IPA? Yeah, yeah, how many calories is that? Uh, anywhere between 250 to 300. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's that can throw a wrench in things pretty quick. Two of those, right? Two of those right. is, is 600. I mean, two of those is, is a meal that my wife eats. Right. I mean, that's that, that can really throw you off, especially yeah. if, if you say, well, you know, now I'm kind of hungry and I'm at a restaurant. Why don't I order something on top of that? Well, all of a sudden your, your OMAD just became, 
you know, an additional meal or meal and a half. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is, uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is, uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air, air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that air doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So air doctor comes with a 30 day breathe easy money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers, an exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. Right, right. Um, and then, so we, we talked about beer and then the seven calories per gram. Um, you did some quick math on the fly when we were kind of talking through this. So we want to, we want to talk about how, what that equates to in the body and how quickly it can add up. But you know, a, fi a wine, wine, excuse me, a house pour five ounces, some house pours are now six or nine ounces, mm -hmm. you know, 120 to 180 calories, a hard seltzer, the Trulies, the white claws. Um, those are a hundred cows a piece. Who really knows what's in them, though? <laughs> They're so new. Um, restaurant margarita, two hundred and fifty to five hundred. Yeah, that that's a that's a killer right there, especially where we are here in in Texas. Yep, yep. Or you get the big giant margarita, then you have the Corona flipped upside down with the oh, little yeah. sidecar, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what those are called, but put put that with some chips and queso, and you could really uh, be <laughs> yeah. in for a rough time. Right, right. So it adds up. Um, so if you've got a plan, you know, um, I know I have a couple of people that I, that I work with that's, um, in a, 
and not a, a formal setting, um, but kind of coach on the side. And, you know, they'll do Monday through Friday intermittent workouts and all that. And then on the weekends, they'll do a time-restricted eating window, more of like an intermittent fast. They'll skip breakfast, skip lunch, and then they'll do like a dinner and drinks out that night or something like that. Mm-hmm. And as here's the, here's the catch-all is if you're getting the results, then it's fine. But if you're not um, and you're doing more than the one glass with dinner or um, it's, it's more prevalent or more it's causing you to have the inhibition go down and you're eating more snacky foods and you have less willpower – then it might be something you want to try to limit to, you know, having and looking forward to it in your schedule rather than just kind of having it come up on a whim. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That can, um, that can keep you from going down the slippery slopes or letting yeah. the heating window expand when you didn't want to. hundred percent. I get the, I get the, I get the crunchy. I like the crunchy things. I like uh, the chips yeah. and the popcorns and the, you already mentioned the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the chips, nacho, and queso? chips and yeah. queso like I like the crunchy crunchy salty stuff so um yeah I know uh lately when we go out <clears throat> on date night it's we'll either split an entree or just have a couple of drinks and an appetizer and I wake up feeling great I'm still on my plan numbers are moving in the right direction I don't see those big mm-hmm. fluctuations um so it's definitely been been a learning experience but um it makes sense when you start looking at it yeah I love that too I'm you know, at this point, when I'm on date night, I'm pretty much about half of the food uh, right. intake that I was maybe a year, year and a half ago. And so, like you said, you know, like splitting an appetizer, um, I might get, you know, a soup or something small or, you know, kind of just a side that I really want um, and not an entree. And, you know, I feel a lot better about it. So when we're talking about your plan, um, you know, the, the way we use fasting, especially if you're starting with the fast start guide, is to really push the intermittent fasting window, you know, to get you guys to 20, 22, 24 hours. And one of the things we always say about fasting is it's not a punishment for what you've done or reparations for what you've done or preparation for what you're going to do <laughs> in terms of what you're going to eat and drink. Right, Tommy? So yeah. in terms of it's the... It's not a fine. It's not a citation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, and it's, it's not a savings account either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, right. you can, you know, it, hey, I feel great fasting a little bit more, you know, going into a, a trip or a vacation or something right. like that, or coming off of one. Um, but at the same time, it, it psychologically, it, it should not be a, a punishment or a prepayment. Yep. Um, so the eating windows in your plan. Um, so, you know, drink swaps, calorie offset, you know, we talked about insulin and how you feel the next day. Um, if you have gone out, and there's been an event, and then the next morning you wake up and you you crave that breakfast, right? You get the, the stack of pancakes and yeah. the juice and whatnot, and then that turns into the lunch, the late lunch, and then that turns into the, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, I'm tired. Let's just order out for dinner. Yeah. Uh, next thing you know, you're back on your plan on Monday going, what in the heck just happened? And yeah. you actually have undone all of the great work that you did earlier this week. So really the mastery of it comes into – sticking to your windows. Um, and like you just mentioned, kind of planning going in and coming out of, of an event or a holiday vacation ceremony, whatever, whatever it is that, that is, um, going to, where the alcohol is going to be a part of the plan or yeah, just, th- or just like, like she said, just, you know, on the weekends, likes to relax with a glass of wine and dinner, like perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And, um, you know, we've had a few people that have sent us messages or we, we did plans for, and they talked about, 
um, you know, maybe like a four or 5 PM dinner with maybe a seven or 8 PM glass of wine. And so, you know, what we would encourage them to do was, was bring the two closer together so that you don't really feel like you have these two bigger intake windows um, because those can then can lead to, to more, more intake um, and ingestion than you'd, you'd like. So, you know, your, your four or 5 PM dinner can become longer because you know, you're looking forward to this drink three or four hours later. And then all of a sudden when you have that drink, maybe you're feeling a little snacky at that point too. And all of a sudden you've had a whole lot more um, calories than you, you originally planned on. So bring the two closer together. Yep. Yep. I like it. And then the drink swaps thing too is, is good. Um, you know, we, we talked about a couple where you could, you know, the IPA, the heavier beer compared to a light beer compared to a hundred calorie. Um, I don't know. Are they malt beverages or am I going back to the days of like Mike's hard lemonade? What are the, the, oh, like the truly is there? Yeah, oh, the seltzer. hard seltzers. Hard there seltzer, you go. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you're doing, you know, a margarita, uh, you can ask for a skinny margarita. Uh, if you typically do something with soda, you can ask for soda water or um, stay away from the sugary add-ins and things like that. Because um, if you are going to have a couple of drinks, then yeah, it adds up a lot quicker. But there are opportunities out there to kind of swap those things out too. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, one action step for um, the topic of uh, alcohol and fasting. One thing I will mention before we get to the action step is, um, yes, alcohol breaks a fast. We've gotten this question. Um, anything outside of water, black coffee, tea, um, any kind of, you know, creamers, breakfast, you know, we have an episode on creamers and like, um, those little keto packets and mocha packets and, um, you know, electrolyte drinks and boost drinks and all those things. Um, typically we just say if it's on a fasting day, stay away from it and stick to the water, carbonated waters, um, and then the black coffee and unsweetened tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Um, so for, for your action step for, for this, um, I'm going to encourage you to, to look at the alcohol that you do consume and then find, find one or two spots where you can make a better choice. You can optimize. So if it's outside of your eating window, bring it closer in. Or if there's a certain drink that you have, that's, that's particularly high calorie that you enjoy, um, you know, find a way to just, you know, have a little less of it. Or, or make a smart change to it. Make it a skinny, like you said, yep. um, or, or something along those lines. Make, make a couple of swaps. Perfect. Awesome. Um, so, Tommy, I think we'll wrap up tonight. Um, if you guys are new to the podcast, go ahead and check out our website, thefastingforlife.com. There's the free fast archive, the free mini masterclass. Give us a shout out. We love the questions. We're going to continue to compile those, put them into Q&As. We've done some Q&A episodes in the past, got a lot of good response. So, Uh, Much love and appreciation for breaking the 40,000 mark again to each and every one of you. And Tommy, next time we go out, first round's on me. All right. Cool. Looking forward to it. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. All right. You too. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.